Welcome to the Respectful Divorce Podcast. If you're considering a divorce, it is important to know that you have options for how you divorce. On the Respectful Divorce Podcast, we explore those options and provide advice from divorce professionals. On today's edition of the Respectful Divorce Podcast, we're talking with Elizabeth Hill, a collaborative divorce attorney in Overland Park, Kansas, and with an office in Kansas City, Missouri. Thank you for joining us today, Elizabeth. Thanks, Tim. It's fun to be here. So, um, so you are exclusively a collaborative divorce attorney with some mediation, but but no court. Is that no right? No court. That's right. By choice. Yeah. So why did you make that decision? So it was both personal and professional. So on a personal level, I just was completely stressed out as a trial attorney. I had at the time I had five children in my home. Um, I had live-in nannies running around trying to raise my kids, and I was completely stressed out trying to do discovery and depositions and trial settings. And I thought, you know, there's got to be a better way to do this work for me personally. And at the same time, I was dabbling in mediation. And the more mediation that I did, the more I thought, I've got to get out of litigation. And then as I got into mediation, I learned about collaborative divorce. And now I'm a huge fan of collaborative divorce, even more so than mediation. So why? Why are you a fan of collaborative? Well, you know, I think I tell people sometimes collaborative is somewhat of a hybrid of mediation in the sense of the vibe and how everyone's working together. Um, But what I like about collaborative more so than mediation is both parties still have representation. And I think at the end of the day, that's really important when couples are making, you know, life decisions during a transition that they never expected to happen. Um, and to be able to have legal counsel, but then also to have that other support that you get in a collaborative divorce with your divorce coach and your financial neutral. So so some people uh, worry about bringing those other professionals in uh, and the cost. But what's the what's the value? What's the real value of having uh, having the other professionals involved? You know, it's funny you ask that because I get asked that question all the time when you say, okay, you're going to have two lawyers that you have to retain and then you're going to hire a divorce coach and then you're going to hire financial neutral. People go, what? Who are all these people? This is going to cost me too much money. And I said, no, it's actually not. Because with your divorce coach, who's a mental health professional, you're going to work on your parenting plan. And you're going to work through and make decisions about your children with the guidance and the structure of that professional. And their hourly rate to do that work is much lower than an attorney rate. Same thing with financial neutral. You're going to spend a lot of time with that financial neutral, gathering together all your financial information, your assets, your debts, trying to understand what it it is that you have. And also looking at your cash flow. And a lot of times you're looking at that for the very first time. You've never lived on a budget before. And it's just been money in, money out, money in, money out. And now you're going to have a second set of expenses that you're going to have to factor in. And you spend a lot of time with your financial neutral, again, at a much lower hourly rate than your attorney. And so those two professionals that are part of your support team do a lot of the heavy lifting for the overall team before we ever get together. And then when we get together as a, as a group, we call it a six-way meeting in Kansas City, um, you know, we're looking at the same set of documents that have already been done and approved by you. And so the overall cost is much more affor- affordable because of the, of the way that there's no duplication of work. It's all very streamlined and we're all on the same page. 
So having all of these professionals, there's a cost factor, but what difference does it make in the lives of uh, the people who are going through the divorce and their children? So divorce coach, absolutely instrumental to the process. Because they have a mental health background, they're really focused on um, the transition and emotionally what that means for both parties and helping the parties navigate through that and, and get in a place emotionally where they can make good decisions. You know, when you're stressed out and you're worried, you're not functioning at a level where you're making the best decisions, and then you're making emotional decisions. And the divorce coach helps to center the couple in, in meetings when we're navigating through the decision-making process. They're also a great resource when you're talking about decision-making for the children, not only in creating the parenting plan, but also after the divorce is over. That divorce coach is still there for the couple to um, answer questions that they have as the, as the children are developing and growing, and maybe they're changing schools, and there's parenting decisions that come up. Our goal is, in the collaborative process, is to always have a couple outside of the court process. And so by having that divorce coach as part of your family, so to speak, going forward, it's fantastic. Um, same with financial neutral. A lot of times when people are getting divorced, they really don't even sometimes they understand what they have. They don't clearly understand their investments. They maybe have never looked at cash flow. And again, to have a second set of eyes on that information and to have the insight that a financial neutral can provide is really invaluable, not only in understanding what you have, but what's going to happen going forward in the future and what's that going to look like for each party individually and then also collectively when they're planning for their children and what they're wanting for their children, whether that's saving for college or trying to keep children in private school versus public, or can they still pay those high-end sports like travel, hockey, and horseback riding? You know, your financial neutral is going to put some perspective on that in a positive and supportive way. Um, I've, I've often heard uh, talking about the collaborative process. One of the first things that you do is establish goals and keep coming back to those goals. How do you, how do you go about doing that? So in Kansas City, um, our divorce coach does that. They have a very in-depth intake sheet that they have each party fill out individually of their goals and interests. And then that is merged into one document that is so interesting. I find that when I look at that goals and interest intake that comes back from the divorce coach, I instantly learn so much about my client and the, their thought process, what's important to them, what their values are, what they want to see moving forward for, the, for themselves individually and also for their family. And so it's a blend of everything that's in common and then for the couple. And then there's also a section that shows about individual goals and interests that they each might have. Uh, one, it, it helps you learn about your client. But then two, it shows the couple from the outset how much they have in common. Because in almost every one of those goals and interests intake sheet, probably 75 to 80% of the categories that are addressed, they have common beliefs. And so that sets the stage for them. And, and knowing that they can do this, they have so much in common, but along the way, when their relationship has started to deteriorate, they've lost sight of that. And that's kind of our anchor 
going forward. And so when things get awry or <laughs> trains going off the track, somebody, usually the coach, can say, now let's go back and review where we started. Don't forget, these are where, this is where you were and you have all these things in common and your goals align. Yeah. It's a great tool. So when, when we talk about divorcing with respect, what, is, what does that mean to you? So for me, divorcing with respect just means that the couple's committed to working through a very difficult and challenging time for them and for their family in a way that's thoughtful, kind, transparent, authentic. And and when that happens, what have you seen that happens with that family post-divorce? So, you know, I've done collaborative work for about 15 years now, and I'm always amazed at how people can be their best in this process in a very difficult time, their absolute best. And sometimes you will see them start communicating better than they ever have because they've, they've been working with a coach who's really helped guide them on better ways to communicate. Um, their children become at the forefront again, and sometimes they've been lost. They've gotten lost in the, the fallout of the breakdown of the marriage. And they have a really solid plan moving forward um, to co-parent their kids. And at the end of the day, the kids are the most important thing, right? You can always make more money. You can replace the coffee table and the lamp. But the kids, absolutely the most important thing. And they end that divorce focused on that. So how does someone make the decision to uh, to use the collaborative process versus what the other options might be? So, you know, it's like anything else. When you're making a decision about how you're going to divorce, the best thing that, that anyone can do is consult with an attorney. If you're interested in collaborative, you want, you want to make sure that that's the, that's the type of attorney that you're talking to or a mediator. And learn what your options are. I can't tell you how many times people have called in and asked me about mediation and I, and I do a divorce, I always do a divorce option consult and I say, well, here's all your options. And um, a lot of times they come away from that, med- that meeting or that conversation deciding that they think collaborative is best for them. And I think it's because of the support team. You know, you just have that added support of your financial neutral and your divorce coach, which you don't have necessarily in mediation, and you definitely don't have in traditional divorce. Is, and so understanding your options is the first step. Uh, do you have do you have recommendations on how to in- introduce those options to the spouse? I do. So if someone reaches out to our firm, I recommend and suggest that their spouse be on a call. I do everything by Zoom initially. And so if I have the opportunity to speak to to the couple at the outset on divorce options only, we're not talking substantive issues in their case, that's the best opportunity to get a buy-in on collaborative divorce because both parties are hearing that at the same time. They can ask the questions they want to ask. I follow up with written material that they can read after the call that gives them a more detailed description of collaborative. If I'm only talking to one spouse, then that same process kind of follows up on the back end. After that call with, say, husband, I will send him written information electronically that describes collaborative and what that looks like to share with his spouse at the, at, when the timing's right. It's all about timing. 
And I offer to the other spouse to also have a call with me, no charge, just like I did for husband, to explain the process only. I'm not talking to substantive because there may be, they may make the decision they want to do mediation instead. And I have to maintain my neutrality. And so I'm very clear with them this is not a substantive conversation. This is just about the processes that you have and choices. So if someone wants to, to schedule that uh, initial consultation with you, what's the best way to reach you? So they can reach me through my website, through a contact us page. They can just email me through my email. They can call me. Okay. And, and either I will, I will respond to them or one of my paralegals will. And what is your website? So it's www.hilllawfirm.com. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Elizabeth, we appreciate your being with us on the Respectful Divorce Podcast today. Thanks, Tim. It was a pleasure. Always good to see you. Yeah. And thank you for joining us on the Respectful Divorce Podcast. This reminder that Divorce with Respect Week is March 6th through 10th. For more information, go to divorcewithrespectweek.com. This is Tim Crouch reminding you that collaborative divorce is a better way to untie the knot.